0: It's Tuesday, October 25th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle. It's episode 274. We're just 26 away from 300. How's it going, Russ?
1: Going well. I got uh, I got the little, the little Bubba with me, Bubba Brooks. Right. How's he doing? <laughs> yeah. He's doing good. He actually took some, uh, we'll just say functional steps yesterday.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, you know, I mean, it's not like the kind where he was falling down and catching himself. Sure. You know, it was like he actually walked, you know, four or five steps, kind of paused for a moment and kept going. So got a uh, got a good video of that. and uh, yeah, he's doing good. nice. That's except awesome. for now. He's mad at me for not holding him, but you know, it's podcast time, bro. Play with yeah. batteries and cables and stuff that's in my office. That probably seems fine. <sighs> oh, okay. How about you? How you doing?
0: Man, I don't know. I'm trying to get my brain in podcast mode. My brain is like coming off of a bunch of work calls. Podcast mode? And yeah, I'm trying to move it into tech news and sounding fun and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if there is anything. October 25th, this day in tech history. You tell me the year Windows XP was released. Oh, one of my favorite epi- episodes. <laughs> Versions. <laughs> it's,
1: that's probably was that? one of my favorite episodes. Gosh. Windows XP, let's see. I'm going to go with
0: 2001. Yes, dude. You nailed it.
1: Did I? Okay.
0: Yes. So, so I was when thinking did this about da-
1: Windows 2000. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, it wasn't that long after that because most people basically skipped it. So I just went one year newer.
0: Yep. Nice. You nailed it, dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, XP just- lived. Until January of 2007, when Vista came out and everyone peed.
1: Well, it still technically lived beyond that. But uh, I well, did get Vista, yeah, so. by the way, like day one. Uh, and it's very sad. So the reason why I moved to Windows Vista, well, I, t- I tend to move to the next version of, of any operating system day one, just in general. I moved mm-hmm. to Vista. I actually had no problems with Vista. It actually it worked fine for me. No major issues. But the reason why I moved was because Halo 2 on PC was releasing and it was a Vista-only exclusive. Hmm. And uh, really? that is actually what killed that game. Yeah. like wow. it, it was actually... The, the first port of Halo 1 on PC was pretty poorly done uh, by a company uh, out of Dallas named Gearbox. And it was functional like... Played it, enjoyed it in general, uh, but it was it was certainly not overly well done. It was not well executed, and it, it had online in a game that, you know, didn't have any net code for online. So it was very laggy, all sorts of stuff. Halo 2 was supposed to be like a really, really good port, and in general, it actually was. But it ran into issues with performance due to Vista's issues with performance and then just low community because no one no one was on it. So sure. that was uh, that was the sad short-lived you know breadth of uh, of Halo 2 on PC until until now with the Master Chief collection and all that stuff. But you also had to sign an Xbox Live and had all these other complications that Windows tried to do and just didn't work out. Mm. But yeah, that's how I got on Vista, and I rolled with it until uh, the day one launch of Windows Seven, which we had a party for, actually.
0: What, what? we? Who's we?
1: Yeah, like your house or um, your company? No, the uh, the computer science nerds and engineering nerds at Texas Tech
0: University. Oh, that's right. We, You're uh, a young buck. You were still in college.
1: I was indeed. Yeah, and so uh, I these young bloods we, on we the had, podcast. We had a launch. We had a launch party. Um, I was the person who actually administered the installations of the operating system for everyone. It was a big deal. Hmm. Um, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it, and uh, you okay. know, I don't think it, I don't think any of us actually graduated after that because our teacher was so um, embarrassed for us.
0: So <laughs> we're also working. Well, um, speaking of embarrassing, I want you to imagine yourself if you could go back a hundred years. It's 1922. Now this came from a a a comedian I shared in the TBP community chat. I think it was Nate Bargatze. Did you see this? You know what I'm talking I about? Did not. I okay. Did not. So he has a whole skit. If you could go back 100 years from now, could you make a difference? And he jokes, he says eventually like, like he would go up to somebody and say, "Hey, eventually they have phones you can carry in your pocket." And somebody asked him, yeah, how do they do that? And he's like, uh, I, I don't know. I think it's like satellites. They put metal up in the sky. I, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, "He's like, I feel like I would be terrible. I couldn't actually uh, make a difference. <laughs> and then he continues the bit and he's like, how would you even prove you're from the future? Somebody would ask him, um, you know, who's the next president? And he's like, uh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> and he names he names a president from the eighteen hundreds and he's like, wait, you're from the past. <laughs> I don't know. So I want to ask uh, you, Russ, Yeah. I mean, it's the
1: nineteen twenties. It's nineteen
0: twenty-two. Yeah. Could you make a difference? What would you do? What would you do?
1: Nineteen twenty-two. Well, yeah. I would probably go to France and I okay. would meet Hemingway on his travels, I think would be that would be one thing i would do while i was there i don't think i would be trying to like make a difference i think i would be trying to experience all of the things that the roaring 20s had to offer someone who couldn't experience And them knowing what they were you know kind of going back uh you know however long maybe uh i don't you know when was I, I, the problem is i don't know when certain things were invented so i'd have to identify Sure. You know, maybe I would, if I planned for it, maybe I would identify a few things that were readily available back then that technology could support, like maybe penicillin. Like when was that invented? Maybe I could say, hey, you know, maybe go uh, look for this thing and maybe get it on the planet sooner. But I, you know, if I just, if I just woke up one day and I was there, it's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't know what's going on. But once I figured out I was in the 20s, I would just go try and experience the 20s. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to be a functional member of society. Either. I wouldn't be able to go make some big, broad difference. Um, in fact, I'd probably be worse off uh, in the 20s because... <laughs>
0: That's, what know, That's what he <laughs> says. That's Nate says. He ultimately lands. I mean, he's like, I'd probably end up being a waiter. Like I would be worse well, off in the think. 20s. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you fine.
1: <laughs> Brooks was crawling up the stairs, which was new for me. As I looked over and saw behind me that he had opened the door and walked out of the office. So, um, yeah, I think I would be less productive in the 20s, honestly, because the stuff that you had to do as a man in the twenties is not the stuff you have to do as a man in the 2022 Yeah. So I, sure. you know, like Tyler would probably be fine. Cause he builds stuff, you know, like whenever he went to, or whenever we had the freeze that dude just sent his family away and stayed home and survived in this, you know, the <laughs> like ice the storm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like people like that would do great in the twenties. People like me who are like, let me tell you how the internet works. <laughs> just. Yeah. You know, wouldn't wouldn't be in a good spot
0: so big things in the 20 well specifically in 1922 if you go back 100 years what would you see the first person to ski on water happened in the summer of 22 interesting the uh the very first manual practical retractable hardtop system eventually known as a convertible for for vehicles (laughs) i was so confused (laughs) exactly (laughs) they weren't great with naming things back then (laughs) Um oh the very first electric blender which Ooh. is kind of cool cuz it only took us like 25 years to go from the light bulb or maybe I guess 30 30 eh, maybe like 40 years go from the light bulb to an electric blender.
1: Didn't we determine the light bulb was in 1821? It's like no, 100 year off of that.
0: Uh insulin, the oh, first okay. That's uh, first a good used one. in a person yeah. to treat diabetes. Yeah. There you go. The radial arm saw, an efficient power tool for cutting long boards. The uh, Eskimo pie was patented.
1: You know what I would do? I would go and make some... I would campaign for some form of regulation to make it to where insulin needed to remain inexpensive forever because it was actually cheap back then. And these Mm. days, people struggle to actually pay for it because... The few companies that make it and distribute it out apparently have these, quote unquote, questionably additive value that they do to a new version of it over the years to make it better. And it's really not considered to be any better, but it's 10,000 times more expensive. Yeah. You know, like even even to relative dollars from, say, the the 1920s. So maybe I would do that now that you've pointed. Okay. Out.
0: And then for our Australian field correspondent, Kieran, Vegemite was created in Melbourne i don't know what that means uh it's don't worry about it <laughs> okay i'll ask karen <laughs> i get guess. to me with a bunch of it i flew <laughs> it home um my family tried it <clears throat> and i won't comment on what happened after that it may or Fair may enough. not have ended up in the trash i love you karen uh vitamin d is coined vitamin e was discovered a whole bunch of cool stuff beginning of the roaring 20s
1: so all the things that anyway. we take for granted just walking into a market street and buying some vitamin d you know
0: yeah yeah. Notre Dame was founded, a whole bunch of stuff, but yeah, it's an interesting thought experiment. And I'm curious what our listeners would say, you know, if you're, if you're on the TBP chat, feel free to jump in and let us know, but man, we'll I have just,
1: to do that. We'll know. have to do this one year from now, 1923 <laughs> Texas tech University is founded, uh, you there know, you go.
0: Yeah. not a big deal, but it's just, it, it kind of harkens back to that conversation we had. Maybe it was like six months ago where if everything man-made just suddenly disappeared, How long would it take for us to get back to modern day? Yeah. That's a tough one, man. Yeah. And what would you do? Okay. All right. Um, And then whatever, we'll get to the tech news, but I was curious if you could, how you would prove you're from the future too.
1: How would I prove I'm from the future? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, a major part of me thinks that I would go like sports almanac route, but I would have to, I'd have to know something. And I'm trying to think of. But if how could I can you instantly, name,
0: like in 22, would it take 40 well, years know, to prove in the well, 60s that you knew who won the Super Bowl or something? Well, how would you prove in 22, like,
1: yeah? Well, there was the World Series. So maybe if I knew that the Yankees won the World Series in 1923, which I have no idea. Um, but I'd, I'd have to, it'd have to be something like that. I'm trying to think if I have any trivia like that, that you know, I would be able to. To do, yeah. I mean, heck, you could. I, I can tell you this I could say I'm from the future and I could say that Adolf Hitler is going to invade whatever. That would take
0: a while, though. Poland, right? It, that would take I mean, a long it, while. Know, it, how would you it, prove to somebody it, you're with eight years? Like,
1: it would take eight years.
0: Yeah, it would take a while. Well, I guess if you remembered some of the things that I just talked to that were invented, you could say, Hey, this, that, but it still take months. Like, how, like, imagine you're sitting in a bar with somebody. How would you prove and convince them right away that you were from the future? Uh, Maybe if you had your phone on you.
1: Uh, I would have my phone on me and all that would do is make them think like I was a witch. So I'm not sure that, uh, I'm <laughs> not sure that would go over very well. Yeah, <laughs> right. probably not. Um, I, you know what? That's funny. You say that. So I, I guess what was it? Was it 1908 for the Henry Ford line coming up? Was mm. that when that whole thing started? Could I, if I did have my phone, I could show them a picture of my 2022 F-150 and they'd be like, what is that? You yeah, know, I don't know. Yeah, I could do something That's like that. I guess you
0: could show them some photos. That'd probably be like the closest thing.
1: Yeah, which I mean, if you just randomly ended up there from your current state, it's like, if you're sleeping, do you have your phone in your pocket? Probably not. How do you do it? How do you a, end like up in the 1920s? It, it
0: doesn't matter. You're just zapped there and you don't have your phone. Then what do you do? Okay, we should probably talk about it today.
1: <laughs> that, now you're just disappointed because you realize that the answer was in your pocket the whole time.
0: Yes, but I'm trying to think. Like, dude, it's, <laughs> say you don't have your phone. I'm I'm totally stumped on this. How in the world would the, you the the,
1: the the only way if I didn't have my phone would be if I was zapped there while sleeping. Because otherwise, it's on me all the time. Sure. So, okay. You're zapped there while
0: you're sleeping. All right. Let's move off of that. Who's doing
1: the zapping? Dude, what, all right. I don't you, trust <laughs> any of this.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Dude, what's going on? Someone has to on? be
1: Tyler when Tyler's not here. Um, all right. We're moving to tech news.
0: Yes, let's move to tech news. That's enough of that. You got something? Um, Just spicy takes from like the register, the metaverse, the internet no one wants. Um, No capitalism and the internet will not free China's people. The thorny Mm -hmm. problem of keeping the internet's time. Don't get me started on a one world time because I think that's the answer. That's not. So Next gonna... question.
1: It's this thing about China and free people or something.
0: Let's see. There's a whole article I didn't read. No capitalism in the internet will not free China's people. And I can't read it. We got to subscribe.
1: Well, here's the you know, let's take the premise. Here's my struggle with this. Like, look, I love America, but what's to say that the people in China want to sure. have those things necessarily? Sure. And, and maybe they do. Like, I know that they've had state ran capitalism has you know worked very well for them in the past whatever 25 years or so. Yeah. But I mean, it's that's my, you know, cuz we've seen we've seen this song and dance before like you've seen the Russians go to Afghanistan, we went to Afghanistan, other people and and I started thinking about this recently when we left it and it was like why did this fail? And a large reason why it failed is because no one really wanted to have our values pushed on to them. Sure. You know, and so that's the thing that I wonder is, yeah, to us, it seems egregious the way they do certain things or insane the way they do it. But why does it matter? You know, yeah. I mean, as long as it's yeah. not affecting us, which which there's a lot of things China does now that does affect us. And I'm very bullish about trying to kind of work against and, and not do like that's very obvious. I've said it on the podcast, but as far as like making them into a democratic nation and giving them access to the open internet while these are values that i of course believe in that does not necessarily mean the rest of the world has to go along with them you know what i mean Mm. as long as they're Mm -hmm. not doing some stuff that you know goes again you know tangibly affects my values for me yeah um, for sure that's you know or for or for the country or whatever so that's that's kind of the weird part where we're we're making this broad assumption that that's the thing that they want, and maybe they do. I don't know, but that's yeah. where I kind of go with any headline like that.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it reminds me of Romania. Joanna was telling me about Romania only relatively recently, like in our lifetime, came out of communism.
1: So you know Guantanamo Bay. I'm assuming yeah. you know of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think yeah. you've probably ever been to it. That's my. You're talking guess, about the detention but, oh, camps oh, sure.
0: specifically, right? Not just the. That's bay correct.
1: Yep. Yeah, there's there's activists. This so is we're in calling Cuba, on T by the way for correct in in, uh, Cu- in Cuba there's the activists Naval calling there. on T-Mobile to stop providing services to Guantanamo Bay and uh I, here's my frustration with with actions like this like I've seen too like too much of the individual people either in a company or Customers of something who call a company and say, hey, I use your products and I don't agree with this, so you should stop doing that. Do people not realize that we have market dynamics to deal with a lot of these things? Like, for instance, if you're a T-Mobile customer who doesn't want them to provide services to Guantanamo Bay, stop using T-Mobile, go somewhere else and tell them, this is why I'm doing it. And... sure. Get all these other people to do it. And if, if that becomes a thing, the market will correct itself because they're not going to give up all their customers in America or all over the world. I don't know where T Mobile is, if I'm being completely honest, for, for like reach. I'm assuming mostly just North America.
0: So but, you're <clears> saying because people are calling for it because of human rights concerns?
1: Yeah. In the, I, detention, I camps? Mean, in the detention camps. Yeah. On, on the prison site specifically. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who ask Biden why is Guantanamo Bay still open? There's you know, the whole reason why Guantanamo Bay was opened many, many years ago for mm-hmm. because of Afghanistan was in order to, you know, effectively extract information in ways that were seen as deplorable and illegal in the United States. That's why it exists. Yeah. Let's be honest about it. Sure. Um so I understand those things, but like there's you know, what's Apple employees keep forcing Apple's management to do certain things by protesting about whatever it is, either return to office or some weird political issue that they feel like the company needs to be involved in. And they can vote with their feet, man. They can walk out. They can just stop working at Apple. There was a company that did that. I think it was Coinbase. I think Coinbase's CEO said, Hey, look, we're going to draw a line in the sand. We're not going to have these, this divisive political recourse at work And if you don't agree with that, here's a fat severance. Yeah. And you can walk. And 5% of those people took it and they left, you know, Mm. and they went. And that workplace, according to a follow up like a year later, was been dramatically better ever since. And so there's, it's just interesting to me that people don't exercise their right, you know, to like not buy the product, not use the service, not work at the company. It's all, hey, now that I'm here, let me tell you how you should be doing things that I believe are important. And it's just, a, it's just a weird thing because there are dynamics at play to deal with this. And so this, this group for T-Mobile is just, I don't know, strange. I mean, they, they they have the right to protest and do all that stuff they want, but it's, I feel like you have other avenues to go and and get some some things done. And you should you should get the users to stop using it, and because they you know they believe in the same cause or whatever it is. That's my thought on it. When I think about the political side of it seems to be mostly in tech companies. Um, I, I don't want to say that, you know holistically, but it does seem like maybe just because of the circles we run in, I get a lot of stories that come to me about tech company behavior and involvement in politics or users not wanting to go do X, Y, or Z and revolting or yeah. whatever else. I can tell you confidently, and I'm willing to bet you have experience with this as well, leadership in companies will make decisions. Based on whether or not they think their employees are going to stay and keep working for them, oh so, for sure. You know that's 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 a real dynamic in the workplace, and I think people don't realize that. Now, you of course need to voice those frustrations, make sure people know what your thoughts are. But it's like Apple's caved to employee pressure a lot this year, and it's it's almost like the employees are running the organization, and it's it's odd. And maybe it's shown in their horrible launch. Of the iPad, you know, <laughs> products this year, which was the, the worst reveal they've ever done after what might be the best reveal that they've... Well, not that's not true. I think that, you know, the, the ad, the 1984 ad was probably the best reveal they ever did. But the, you know, that production quality on the iPhone event earlier in the year was next level. And yeah. then the iPad event was like, hey, guys, guess what? We're releasing like 13 different iPads. We're going to move the camera on the cheap one, but not on the one that we say can re- re- replace your work laptop. Oh, and by the way, there's this dongle, which probably isn't going to ship in time for you to work with this old pencil to work on this one. But it doesn't work on the other one. But you know what? It's all good because we got some new colors. Like That's what their announcement <laughs> was like. <clears throat> and it drove me crazy. It drove the TVV chat crazy. It drove some of people on my staff crazy because I have a 2018 iPad Pro. I mean, it's time. It's time to get rid of this thing. <laughs> and I wanted it's to so get ridiculous. the 22. Bro. It's so ridiculous! I'm telling you, it's time. It's not. You can't. It can't run iOS 16 full fledged sure. features on. Sure, not sure. Not functional. Sorry, iPad OS 16. And <clears throat> and I think that if if they would have just put the camera in the right spot, which by the way, top center of landscape mode, that's the right area. Uh, I mean, I would have gotten in, so would have a myriad of other people. But the the more baffling release is the fact that this other non iPad Pro even exists. Like, what, what kind of release was this in general? It uses a bunch of old stuff, like older processors, and put the camera in a spot where people are going to be using this primarily as probably a consumption device. It's less going to be for the video calls. I don't know. It just seems weird. Like they just completed a lot of something.
0: Yeah. There's
1: like yeah, five I mean, different colors that they introduced. Dude, I, that was I, their main announcement.
0: Sometimes I wonder if it's not a way to release um, just some backlog um, components that they have. Hey, we got all this stuff in stock on the shelf or something. We've got to we've got to have offer a lower end yeah. version with some colors and push it out the door. I don't know, man.
1: Well, what what it dude, can nothing, tell nothing you is that just, sense. if they have an event that they have scheduled and then they cancel, <laughs> just know that it's. Whatever, whatever info <laughs> coming is, is not going to be good. That's that's the lesson to take from this one.
0: Oh, man. Bubba, Dude, I feel like I'm struggling so today. I feel like I'm Why struggling. You struggling? I don't know. Just uh, I don't feel particularly spicy or hot takes or have a lot well, of ideas. Well, let me give today. you another one. All right. We got some ideas. I'm just ideas. Keep we got some... stuff at you. Can I ask you a question? Please do. You got to carry this episode, do man. Do I you apologize use... To the people
1: apple tv plus
0: uh i did for a while and then i canceled it yeah probably because you're watching for whatever yeah yeah sure yeah um Uh,
1: yeah 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 which i'm hearing is only going to have a one one more season and it's over which is very sad for me
0: i think that'll be good you know Um,
1: no 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 you gotta you gotta run this sucker into the ground you gotta you gotta you gotta try and go for 10 years of ted lasso no way man no yeah i
0: mean there's there's few shows that i think would be able to do that the premise of what ted lasso is i don't know how many seasons you could make it go and you don't want to like it's a beautiful work of art at some point as an artist you have to stop creating whether it's music or charcoal or whatever it is shoot or shoot baby let it fly. <laughs> I know. Move on to the next premise. Go create a show about Russ getting zapped in his sleep to 1922. And how does I'll he start in that show? I <laughs> can does do he that. prove would Zuck I mean, be your uh, have, stunt double?
1: He can't have his phone. He can't have his phone. Yeah, Zuck, yeah. you can be my stunt stunt double. Um yeah. I got to I got to try some of uh, Zuck's new stuff yesterday, but uh I, I'm not gonna talk about it because Daniel's not here and I don't know what I'm to talk about. But the um so the reason why I bring it up. Is because their prices are increasing uh, by just oh, a little yeah. bit. It looks like I saw that. Um, like four ninety nine to six ninety nine for Apple everything. TV plus. They yeah, they're increasing Apple everything. Music, the the only stuff. reason why I bring up specifically Apple TV plus is because I I use that service and yeah. uh, there's well, not so I, it, a lot of it gives things on it. Give me a question it, back to you.
0: Sorry, yeah, go but ahead. But it is really good.
1: Like. I think that the seven dollars a month, even for what they have on there, I actually think is pretty solid because other than a pretty confusing interface where you have a lot of other shows that are from other networks that you
0: can't actually watch, that's weird. It's <laughs> <is> my favorite. <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> Google T V does that. They're like they load in a bunch of movies and they're like, Oh, or not Google TV. Um yeah, I guess what what is the the little device? YouTube, YouTube TV. Yeah. You, well, Ro- YouTube TV, Roku, app with Fire YouTube, TV, yeah. Fire no, TV. so like Google has a TV thing that you plug into. It's HDMI that you can use. Like maybe it's oh Google Chromecast, TV. Chromecast, Chromecast. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, yeah like the OG yeah. streaming stick, bro. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, but uh, Cali, so, my brain is not working today. So that made me think. Um, oh, yes. Your opinion on this. So the reason I learned about it is I was on Twitter and somebody quote tweeted the price increase news and oh. said, um, Apple only has $48 billion in cash in the bank. Basically as a complaint for them raising prices. What say you to that?
1: Uh, I think I'm I mean, not. Going to say, but. Yeah, that's just that's not the way this is a business unit, which has its own P&L this has exactly. its own requirements within the business based off of the variables that feed in to their bottom line to the cost associated with it and candidly most of the stuff that they've been probably doing is costing more money now so i just yeah i understand apple is a wildly successful and wildly profitable company and i think most would agree i don't agree with a significant amount that they do but just because they have a lot of money does not preclude them from raising price on certain things, especially when that wasn't a, you know, the guy sitting at the top of the pyramid, whoever this CFO is for, for Apple said, hmm, we have $48 billion of cash in the bank. Let's see where we can raise prices <laughs> to make sure we, right. it's, that's not how this works, man. Like right. You, yes. You know, so <laughs> you that's, don't, that's don't how your, I
0: respond to yeah. that. Exactly. You don't check your bank account every time you think about raising prices. It's always like, what will the market bear? How does it position you against the competition? Et cetera.
1: And I personally think Apple TV Plus is still a pretty good buy for $7 a month. I won't be canceling it over this change, personally.
0: Yeah. Dude, I mean, literally anything that's just a handful of dollars a month, it's like, come on. Really? Like People complain about the concept of you've been paying for a service when they drink $3 Red Bulls every single day.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, look, I'm no different. I order from Tea Latte Bar in Prosper, Texas, almost every day, and uh, so I'm not going to be complaining about that stuff because I also make bad financial choices like that, like most Americans do. (laughs)
0: Let's dig into uh, uh, to AI a little bit. So the top article on AI, CNBC: How Google's former CEO Eric Schmidt helped write AI laws in Washington without publicly disclosing investments in AI startups. Mm. Politician, politics. huh?
1: I I don't know that that's him politicking because is he a politician?
0: I don't know. I'm just saying he's helping to write laws that to me kind of makes you a politician.
1: Well, they, you know, they commissioned this, right? They he sure. joined this whole thing, which this is this is what yeah, he, he was part of a, a yeah. lot.
0: He was appointed to the national security commission on artificial intelligence. I don't know if you want to define that as a politician or not, but
1: yeah. So if you look at, if you look at the totality of the article, will state that at the moment I mean, there's, there's no, there's nothing that's being found out here. That is like a problem. He's not being charged with anything. There's no indication that he's broke any ethics or done anything unlawful. Literally. But,
0: Conflict they're, they're, of interest,
1: though, right? Sure. I mean, his in, yeah, his investments presented a huge conflict of interest. I'm guessing that through his research, he probably found out, hey, these things make a lot of sense. I should probably invest in this. But I, I'm honestly going to say, here, here's my big thing here. I'm such a huge proponent of what this group of people are doing to try and help this country be able to react to any form of AI threat primarily from China that I, my positive intent on this would be a, he sees a blaring gap. He knows the government is in need of assistance and he's going to go invest in properties. He sees that are going to fill this hole. And yeah, he'll sure. probably make a lot of money from it, you know, because he was commissioned to go and spend all of his time. You think That's looking- his
0: right. Or do you think he should have, he should have said something? Oh, by yeah, the way, I mean,
1: Sure, I sure. Put, he should have said you know, something. Absolutely. $100 million like you, into like, this startup. Just like anything else, like you should probably disclose these things. But I'm not going to write this off as like some evil, misguided thing that he's doing just to make money. Um, this is not a man who needs to go out and make money. And it's been pretty vocal for a long time about the needs and, or growing needs of us you know, participating better in the AI space, which is one of the primary reasons why he was chosen to lead this group. So I look I'm I'm not absolving him from not doing the things he should have done he should have done them he should have stated you know where his investments were however regardless of where his investments were I feel pretty confident that he's still one of the right people to be involved in this entire thing it's not like he's making he's the only person who's making decisions here this is a group of people who are working through this entire process so I'm not to defend you know Mr. Schmidt but I I just think the the prescient issue is is incredibly important and hopefully this will, you know, get his behavior and other people's behavior to change in the future. Sure. Know, that's about what I got. And
0: meanwhile, Google the company, right? So he's the former CEO that we're talking about, but Google the company, yeah, screw that company, and talks to invest 200 million dollars into an AI startup as well. So. That's an interesting thing,
1: you know, with that piece because you know, they're a huge leader in AI as it is, in particular around DeepMind. Um, you know, they're, they're one of the reasons why China is so big on, on AI in general, because I believe it was DeepMind that beat the go champion and go, which yeah. was previously believed to never be able to be done. Yeah. Uh, now it can be.
0: So what's well, those it's basically being seen as an arms race within big tech. Right. And the company yeah. they're looking at is called cohere. It's a, a Canadian startup. It provides natural language processing models. So it, basically helps companies improve human to machine interactions.
1: I have not heard of them. Um, but this, yeah, the like a very right up the alley thing that Google and, and just so we're clear, is this like Google ventures that made this investment?
0: Yeah. I don't know what part of Google it doesn't say. Um, but it is, it is Google specifically under the alphabet umbrella. So I don't know if Google ventures is separate under al- uh, Alphabet, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, Google Ventures yeah. in particular is kind of the VC arm of Google, right? So yeah, yeah. that's you know that's what they're there to do is sense. to go and, and fund certain things. It's not necessarily like this investment is going, re- going to directly be something that Google is later going to take advantage of necessarily, mm. if that makes sense. Like, it's not like Google investing in something that's eventually going to be a part of Google. It, it very well yeah. may be, but that's not necessarily the intent. Like, cool like any of the VC though. firm, they're going to, you know, they're going to have a hundred failures for every one success that they have. So,
0: yeah. This
1: same thing, cool you looking. know, what's the name? Cisco used to do this a lot with this same group of people. They would, they would kind of build out a, a product as a separate company, but you know, funded by, um, by, uh, by Cisco. And they, they'd eventually acquire or not acquire them. Right. Like they, they may either go off on their own or get acquired. Same same core group of people ended up doing that for a lot of Cisco's technologies. So I, I don't see in the article here if it's Google Ventures or not. It probably is. Not that it really matters, but
0: uh, Dude, that, they've yeah, got some yeah, crazy big stuff. Deal. So uh, machine learning or um, machine language, uh, pro- natural language processing for machine to human interface. If I can get those words out, sorry. Um, But they've got some cool little products in here. Cohere.ai, if you want to go check it out. One of them is called Embed. And they describe it as, it says, imagine tasking AI to read every single Reddit post about your company, then plot it into an easy-to-understand graph. You can do that and more with Embed. Um, There's a thing called Generate. Picture a large language model that can be used to write or summarize copy uh, for just about any other application you can think of. So uh, copy being like um, writing words to describe something you know, usually used in marketing, classify, organize information at a gargantuan scale, give classify labels to bucket in uh, text into, then set it to work across tasks like content moderation or chatbot responses. I just want to know when I can walk around my house and talk to, talk to everything. Mm, talk if you tried hard enough to do that now, talk to my robots. You just need to try harder. Yeah. Uh, this just takes effort
1: today, but eventually it won't take any effort. You won't be able to turn it off and we're getting there. It's we the feel robot. so like
0: if you, if you think about where we are, we feel so technologically advanced, but then you, then you like zoom out and you think, man, so much more is out ahead of us. It's going to happen so quick. It's not going to feel that fast for us, right? Cause we're living a lot of these challenges and opportunities each day, but I do it, think it's yeah.
1: going to go faster in the, in the purview of time than any other change. Because at the moment we just have this this massive hockey stick of of progress and in, in technology, you know, for 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 better or worse, yeah. And that's it's just been you know the, the biggest one of the big stats that always sort of sticks out to me is when people talk about how whatever it is, ninety nine percent of data that's ever existed has been created in the last two years, right? Before.
0: You know yeah. what I mean? So it's yes. Just, and, that, just, and that's probably compressing every day, right? Even, even more so, because so much more data yeah. is, is created every single day. But it makes yeah, me I mean, wonder, right? When we look back in the 90s, <laughs> we think about how we printed off like MapQuest to go drive somewhere. Yeah, we. Do. What is that going to be like when we look back to 2022, right? Or is it going to be comical that we use uh, a phone, that we use our mobile device to interact and manage everything? You know, will everything just have natural language processing? You can just talk to everything that you own. Everything's going to have chips in it, or uh, you know what I mean. I don't know what's what's going to be that thing.
1: I think the answer is it's probably yes. going to be the iPad. They're going to look Brooke, back
0: at the iPad and laugh. They're
1: going to look back at the iPad launch from this year and they'll be like, <laughs> "What were they thinking? Uh, this is insane." So yeah, I uh, it's what's funny. I, we were talking about. um, we're talking about uh, China and Apple and all these people. You know, Apple and China have a very strong relationship due to manufacturing. And there's there's some rumors going around. I think I even saw earlier today an article on The Economist. I haven't read it yet. It said something along the lines of like the end of um, Apple and China's relationship or Apple's affair with China. Something along those lines uh, that was caused by COVID-19 and you just they're having to make their phones in some other places not necessarily getting out of china but in general leveraging other areas around the world. a lot of manufacturing companies are having to do that but I, I just sent it to uh my staff and the one other person who was complaining about the uh the are talking
0: about diversifying their supply chain right that's Outside correct yeah 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 to reduce which the risk. is you know that's Economic not where the quip's war, getting to
1: but in general.
0: What's funny is
1: is they said, well, maybe this is the reason why the iPad release was so bad was because they've been making their devices elsewhere and they got the, the wires crossed as to how these mm-hmm. were supposed to be being made. So I thought that was just a fun, It was a it's a funny comment that was made by someone who you yeah. know um, on my staff whenever I sent them this article earlier today. So gotcha. that was where I was going with that as far as – yes, they are diversifying and doing all of that stuff, but it was – interestingly time that this article article comes out around the same time that a horrible iPad release has happened. And it's saying, Oh, they're moving manufacturing away from China in some instances. And it's like, well, that didn't work out well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. Clearly Aaron doesn't think that's funny. Doesn't get, it doesn't care. <laughs> no, dude, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel <too. laughs> like myself
0: today. I'm struggling. I um, seriously, you, you're, you you got to carry this, this episode.
1: Uh, I've only got a few more things left before we can, uh, we can wrap it up here. Have you ever used test 86
0: Uh, Do you know what that is? Um, Let me think. It's a memory testing thing. Memory diagnostics. But no, I've never used it. So this
1: was like (laughs) the thing you did. In order to test to see if your memory was good. And there was a really long time where like buying memory, like RAM when you're building a custom yeah. computer would just arrive and it just wouldn't work. I mean, it was like you had like an 80% chance that you were going to have like a bad sector or something in it. And so yeah, what you do I don't it, remember
0: testing it though. I remember just like either you seed it and it works and it's recognized or it doesn't. I don't remember testing well, it. Well,
1: really what would happen is you'd, you'd seed it and then you'd have some very odd behavior Right. Even if it would boot, you know, th- that booting was rarely the problem. Like that would happen. Certainly I'd say maybe half the time, but the other issue was, was like not knowing there was a problem with your Ram and there being one and you having major stability issues for it and you couldn't figure out what it was. Hmm. And so you would run MemTest 86. And it would basically test every single piece of your memory for issues and it it was a very long process like multiple hours to be able to do but i mean i've ran it tons of times and uh and it was it was pretty great Uh, i'm not gonna lie well it hasn't been usable with newer versions of technology they've released over the years and so the uh they've they brought it back though the first new version released after nine years has been brought back so for the super nerds out there why test if your memory's gone bad bro i'm gonna use it today
0: okay i you? have like 19 terabytes of memory it seems fine <laughs> okay well
1: i have like i'm not concerned about my 32 megs
0: and like worried about a single block or something i don't know
1: oh dude if i had a, if i had a single error if i had even one error i guarantee you i'd replace every ounce of memory in my computer that's that is unacceptable. Your your memory should be completely error free. There's there's no room for oh, error I agree. It. So if you if you had any of it, then then you have to move it. But uh I haven't had any major stability issues or, or, or needing to test. So
0: Yeah. Maybe I would feel differently if I felt rested. Maybe. Maybe not. Dude, I'm a bump on a lot um, of this episode. I'm sorry.
1: It's all good. It's all good. Um, video games can improve kids' brains. Uh, that's going to be the like 350 millionth study that proves that. So we got that going for us. And then the last <laughs> Dude, I try thing.
0: To, I try to prove that to my wife all the time. She's like, you know, how are you so great with directions and understanding things like spatial awareness and whatnot? Um, Halo. Sports and video games. Sports Halo. And video games.
1: Like that. <laughs> that's Halo. Why. Yes, it's Halo. Um, Maps. That's Halo. the answer. Yes. Um, the last thing is, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the full reports of it yet, but it does look like the Surface Pro nine, I guess, has released, and there are some reviews coming out from it. Most of the rest of the Microsoft event was very unnoteworthy and not worth discussing. It was equally as bad as the iPad event. Um, but the Surface Pro nine was interesting because they they moved to their third version of the S like their SQ three arm processor that they have which is technically their fourth iteration or maybe fifth at arm because they did arm like 10 years ago and it was slow and bad. They had a completely different version of the OS to, to support it. This one was supposed to be a pretty big jump and it does look like there quite there is quite a big jump in performance and battery life and all that stuff. All the things you would expect from a newer version of an arm chip for a desktop computing device. Even the touch support on the Surface Pro 9 which is kind of the hybrid device from from Microsoft seems to have gotten pretty good with some of the interface changes they've made in Windows 11 but they're still running into issues with like compatibility of certain things I mean they're just I don't think they're doing as good of a job as Apple's done with their arm related things with doing some form of abstraction or translation layer inside of it And so I, I I'm actually considering looking at and getting one of these. So if I do, I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about it. I have to look in to see if I would get the Intel or the ARM variant, but they are out. And in addition to that, something that is maybe plays into this, the GA versions of Android apps went live today for Windows, I think, 10 and 11 or maybe just 11, but definitely 11, where they are for, formally version 1.0 of the Android subsystem for Windows or however you say that in order to run Android apps natively on there, which could also improve the tablet experience. So I'm very interested to see how this develops, but it released today, go check out the reviews. I'm sure maybe MKBHD or someone will have one out. Uh, and in particular, curious to see the SQ3, which so far looks like it has some incompatibilities, but otherwise doing a pretty good job. And I think it's an interesting device. Be curious to see what Tyler thinks as an owner of a Surface Pro, I believe like a four or a five. Uh, but this is an interesting device. First, first one that I've ever considered in some realm of seriousness anyways.
0: Nice. And that's the run of the news that I got. I got two that I'm gonna, I'm not gonna talk about this first one. This first one, I'm just gonna drop the link into the TBP chat. So if you wanna see it, it's t.me slash tech breakfast, type that into your browser. It'll open up Telegram for you if you already have it downloaded or it'll prompt you to download Telegram and you can come chat with us. Uh, But the, the title on this one is this computing breakthrough just transferred the entire internet's traffic in one second. What? <laughs> 1.84 petabits of data per second, which is roughly twice the entire internet's traffic or approximately 230 million photo downloads per second. Wow. Uh, wow. So I'll drop that in there. You can go read that. Um, the other thing that kind of caught my eye was this Wall Street Journal article, Edge Computing Helps Feed Taco Bell's Digital Business. So apparently... Taco Bell, which is part of the Yum, Yum Brands uh, is now putting, so they're doing, you know, cloud computing, also doing edge computing, right? So they're dropping servers in at each of their locations. It says uh, a computer server at each location ingests data from in-person and digital orders and customer loyalty accounts. I didn't realize there was customer loyalty accounts at Taco Bell. Um uh, but I did know that they start it would make sense I guess because they started a subscription service like a year ago I wonder if that's still going it's like 10 bucks a month for a taco every day it's crazy it's pretty cool <laughs> it just keeps you coming yeah. back um but it says as well as the the uh, the edge deployment also understands kitchen operations I'm I'd be super curious to see how this happens uh, but it uses custom algorithms to make decisions about say when to tell employees at the fryer to sink the potatoes for an order of nacho fries so that they're warm when a delivery driver arrives to pick up, etc. So interesting, Taco Bell leaning into that it's kind of a cool article. I'll drop that in there too. Yeah, Taco Bell. yeah, man. Um, that being said, I've never thrown up after eating food, uh, save for a Taco Bell, and that has happened three or four times in my life. So, what? maybe get the eight I don't know,
1: <laughs> man. I, I love the double decker taco. It was good. It's good stuff. Oh,
0: dude, Yeah. No, there was a time I hadn't had taco bell for like two years. And this was just outside of, or like just after college. Um, when, you know, I was like eating a lot of cheap Mexican food. Um, but yeah, dude, I I got so sick and then the very next time I went again, 2 years later, I got so sick. I'm like, okay, never Taco Bell again. there's just something about it. Oh, I am going back again another time. 10 years. All right. No dude, I'm I'll I'll stop making you all suffer through my incoherencies and disjointed conversation. Russ, it's In- good to talk to you though. Oh,
1: hirent uh, that's all good. You, you need man. to what you need to do. Um, I appreciate you as well. I think what you need to do is you actually need to go play Halo um, to improve your brain like we are with kids. Um, That would be my recommendation to you. But uh, other than uh, uh, Brooks really being frustrated with his dad being on this podcast, it's okay, buddy, I'm wrapping it up. That is going to do it for another episode of Tech Breakfast Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for for joining. Uh, Make fun of Aaron on social media, if you can, uh, about his... Uh, lackadaisical mood that he's in today. He likes being made fun of. It actually makes him feel better, I've found out. Please. Yes. So Please. just uh, just roll with it. But also <laughs> provide that feedback. He still wants to know who's listening to this. We know Kieran. Yeah, is. I only Kieran got one. He was. Yeah, I only <laughs> so, got one.
0: It was Kieran. Yeah.
1: So, oh, and and my we knew wife. that already.
0: Actually, my wife admitted to listening to the show. Oh, that makes me nervous. No. She heard the last episode, oh, which okay. I was blown away. There's no possible way. Okay. But she did. She was okay. actually commenting on several things we brought up.
1: Well, hi, Joanna, if you're listening. Uh, and thank you for letting us steal your husband's time. But Oh, she's giving up it. by this
0: point. There's no way she's listening to this late <laughs> in the show. Definitely a kid has come up and asked her if, if they could have a yogurt or play on the Switch or something. <laughs> she's giving up.
1: <laughs> well, tell your friends about it. And apparently tell your wives as well. Um, they'll make it about halfway through the show before they give up on it. Uh, tell your friends, family. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Peace. Bye.